to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Hey, Bright Lights, it's Angela and welcome back to Architecting. I'm really glad you are here with me today and I am so excited. Stressless Success which is my signature program, is starting soon. It is all about what the architecting community is all about, which is having an impact in your career. Knowing that good design makes a difference, knowing that advocacy makes a difference, and being able to make that difference in a way that is energizing and joyful and allows you to live your best life, not be a workaholic or a two-dimensional person. So if you have been feeling a little stuck in the daily grind or a little bit overwhelmed by the challenges of balancing work and life, this is really something you want to check out. You can find it on my website at architectingpodcast.com and it is not too late to get into the class. We start Monday May 8th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And even if you miss the first class, the classes are all recorded. So if you get in any time this week, you can always catch the recording of episode one and then try to make it live for the remaining classes. I'm asking you to commit to yourself for just one hour a week to come and spend time listening to the class, participating in the class and then spending the rest of the week just integrating all of that. And I make it really easy for you. There's a fun workbook that's easy to follow along. I've gotten a lot of great comments from people that have taken the class before about how much they enjoyed the resource of the workbook and what a great tool that was for them and how much it was fun and playful, yet there was a lot of powerful information that came out by doing the workbook. And also the eight meditations that that you get with the class so that you just listen for 10 minutes every day. It's sort of an easy passive way to set yourself up for the mindset of what we're covering that week. Really hope you will join us. This class changes careers. It changes lives because when you are living your purpose, you show up differently everywhere in your life, whether it's with your family or your friends or at work, you are a different person when you are in your purpose and you're authentic and you are living your best life. So often though, we get stuck in the trap of busyness. Even though I hear people complain about feeling overwhelmed, stressed out, burned out, they don't know how they're going to do it, they might need to work part-time, they might need to scale back their role on projects, they can't volunteer to do anything because there's just too much going on in their life. Sound familiar? I mean, it's not uncommon for people to say that. And I don't want to invalidate 
What brings you to say that? Because of course you feel that way. Because the things you're doing are depleting you. They're not energizing you. Why are you staying stuck? Well, for most people, the reason they stay stuck is because no matter how uncomfortable they are with the current state of their life, they feel like it's easier to just get through the day than it is to have to make different choices or to redirect their energy to work a different way or put different things in place. Or maybe you feel uncomfortable because to change your present circumstances would require having some hard talks with people, would require having more boundaries, would require maybe disappointing some people because what they want you to do and what you want to do aren't aligned and their expectations need to be adjusted. There's a lot of reasons why we cling to the comfort zone. A lot of it comes from the stressed out place we are, which makes us live in our heads. Now, you've heard me talk before about how we really have four bodies, spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical. When we're really kind of bouncing back and forth between the emotional and the mental bodies, we are making survival-based choices. And we think surviving is pleasing other people. We think surviving is putting our own needs last. And our mind especially is hardwired to form habits. And it makes sense, really, if you had to think about every single step in every single thing you do, it would just be a thought overload. A lot of what we do in our day, what we describe as a single task, actually could have as many as a hundred different steps. But we describe it as a single task because all of the steps involved in making your bed or driving to work has become a habit. What you may not realize is that we've formed habits that are lifestyle habits, not task habits. And those lifestyle habits are deeply ingrained through neural networks. And that's why it feels easier to keep the status quo going than it does to make a change because the change requires we put our conscious attention toward things that had become unconscious. And I want you to think about that. How much of your day is spent doing habit-based things. Make a list of the typical things you do every day. And some of them, of course, like your morning routine, are going to be a series of habits. But what happens as you get past those routines and into the bulk of your day? How much of what you're doing is habit-based? Because if it is, it's also unconscious activity. And if you're finding that you're spending a large percentage of your day on autopilot doing habit-based things and shifting from one thing to the next to the next, you're kind of living a zombie life. So it's no wonder that you feel exhausted. 
it's no wonder that you aren't getting a lot of joy or fulfillment out of your day because your day is just sort of spent like a robot going through the motions. And it's easy to fool ourselves that we're not doing that because if you are like most of us, you are in a lot of meetings all day long and or are sending emails slash DMs all day long. So you think that because you're interacting with people that you are more conscious and you're thinking, well, I can't just zone out and have a meeting or have a conversation or give a presentation to a client. Yet, you know, you really are because a lot of times if you look at what you're doing and what you're saying, they're responses that are coming out of a master template. They're not coming from a place of saying, what is the authenticity of this moment? What do we really want to do? They're things we do and say for expediency to get past the moment so we can move on to the next thing. The danger in that is that when you live in that comfort zone of the status quo, you do get a little bit of payoff because you're getting things done and you're pleasing other people. So every time you meet someone's expectations, you get that little hit of dopamine, right? Just like we do when we play a video game and we get past a certain level. Way, win, yay, win, right? All these little wins. But because these little wins are all in the status quo cloud, they don't really take you anywhere. They don't build a whole lot of momentum. They sort of just circle around in a loop. Because of that, you can feel like you worked really hard. You can feel like you did a good job. And you probably did. But what did you change because you did the work you did that day? What's better in the world because you did what you did that day? What did you learn that you didn't know because you did what you did that day? How did you grow or evolve because of what you did that day? And a lot of times when you are stuck in that cycle of busyness, of habit-driven activities, of expediency, you're missing your chance to ask different questions, wonder what if explore with more empathy what somebody is bringing to you rather than just trying to resolve it as quickly as possible so you can move on. See this in work. How many of you have had a meeting with a client where you're sharing the design and the client has comments about adding a space or changing something and your mind immediately goes to the quickest way to solve the problem. That is the habit-based thinking. Doing what you know, doing literally what they're asking for, makes them happy, all is good. But is it? Did you take the time to check in with what are they really needing when they're asking for that? How does it really integrate with the other spaces in the project? How does that space impact the work process that they've already defined for you? How is it going to meet their needs better? Asking those questions, pulling back, 
being willing to say that what was asked for may or may not be the right solution and that you're going to co-create that together by allowing this need that surface to be a catalyst for having a higher level conversation. So that's a very different way of responding to a typical thing that would occur in a client meeting than just literally trying to squeeze it in and make the request as requested work so you can move on. And by the time you're done with the project, you end up with this kind of Frankenstein version of the original concept because you just kept tacking on things without integrating them into the bigger concept and questioning how, why, and if it made sense. That's just one quick little example of how it plays out in our work when we are focused only on how busy we are and how quickly we can get through things and making other people happy. And it feels comfortable to be in there. We walk away from that meeting, as an example, feeling that it was successful because we got the client to sign off. But was it really successful? Was it really advancing anything? Was it really even serving that client to the highest level? We don't know. We don't care. We got our win and we're moving with blinders on. And this way of operating also hurts our celebration of the wins. We do meet the big deadline. We do accomplish something. And we are so numbed out by our habit-driven life that we don't allow ourselves to pause. We don't allow ourselves to celebrate. We just keep moving on to the next thing which kind of lets the air out of the wind, kind of makes it mean less. So instead of the wind energizing us and maybe helping us see what else is possible because we've achieved what we've achieved, we just run right back to the status quo. It also can be harmful when we experience an adverse life experience. Maybe there's an illness or a death in the family for you or one of your coworkers. And rather than pausing, rather than really feeling what we're feeling, rather than supporting one another, we offer platitudes of comfort and then immediately do what? Look at how we can move on. Look at how we can go back to business as usual. We're always looking for that quick repair, that band-aid, so that we don't have to stop the machine. We don't have to turn it off and examine whether something is broken or not or could be made better or not because keeping the machine running becomes the only thing that matters. You can see how this comfort zone, well, it feels in the moment like the comfort you are seeking, like the ease you are seeking is really not offering you what you're hoping to get from it. Instead, this comfort zone is stagnating you. It's keeping you stuck. It's numbing you out so that there are no highs or lows 
but there's also no real experience of life. And there is no ability to really feel joy or triumph. And instead, there's only that annoyance you feel when anything happens that challenges expectations. And you're never curious about why or what might be behind it. You only feel annoyed or attacked or unseen because, again, the function of the machine becomes the focus instead of what are we really trying to get? How could we ask better questions? How could we innovate? What do I want? What would feel really good in this moment? How could I be joyful? How could I make a difference? All of those kinds of things are what we will be talking about in Stressless Success. So again, if you think you might want to have a little help, in moving forward, definitely check it out at architectingpodcast.com or there will be a link in the show notes. I really want to see you move past this status quo. I really want to get you out of this habit-driven life that always runs to a comfort zone that doesn't serve you, a comfort zone that isn't sustainable. Because keeping that up, eventually one of two things will happen. You'll either have a breakdown from the overload, or you will just start to scale down what you do and play smaller and smaller and smaller. And we see it happening with the quiet quitting movement, where there is real resentment that builds from not being able to live your fullest expression and just maintaining this machine going, 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 but feeling like there's no purpose or impact to it. And the small wins stop being enough. So you scale down thinking that if you do less work, you're going to feel better. And of course, that isn't going to be true either. You're closer than you think to really having it all. I want to help you be successful on your own terms. Shift your thinking so that the momentum builds from these small wins instead of the status quo building. Know that classes are recorded, so if you have to miss for any reason, you definitely can still catch up on the material. But most of all, I want to see you get results making a commitment to yourself that thriving is what should feel good to you, that getting comfortable with discomfort and uncertainty should be what energizes you, and that your well-being is a non-negotiable. It's not suck it up, drag yourself across the finish line. It's saying, wait, I can't do my best work if I'm not my best self. Working together, I can really help you be more accountable and give you that safe container to explore what would really make you happy, how to leverage your talents and abilities to build a career that you want, and to, for once and for all, get out of the discomfort of clinging to that comfort zone. So think about it. 
I can't wait to hang out with you and I really hope that you will join me and the others in the class. Step one is definitely something you're already doing. Being part of a community that's going to challenge you and support you at the same time. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, rate, and review it. Refer it to your friends. I'm so glad that you are here, that you are listening, that you are part of our community, and I really want to be a resource to you in any and every way that I can. So keep listening and feel free to check out my website. It has lots of great free resources on it as well. However you choose to participate in the architecting community, I'm glad that you are part of it. Take care. Love you so much. Thank you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You could follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired. Mm-hmm.